Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is David Benjamin, your host of the Healthy, Wild, and Free podcast. This is the 42nd episode, and I am super excited today because I actually have a Lithuanian guest on the show, which is, uh, I think, the first Lithuanian guest I know of, at least, and being like half Lithuanian and having never been there, it's exciting for me to uh, connect with my bloodline to some degree. So uh, today I have on the show Simona Golden. I actually met her at um, Warrior Camp, which is a camp in, uh, it's like a peak potentials camp, and it's really intense, and anyone who goes to these types of things is obviously not your average um, individual by any means. Um, so she, she is the founder of Glow30.com. She's a mom uh, to a beautiful little girl and a wife to an awesome husband. She's an online entrepreneur, and most importantly, a lover of all things healthy. Um, she has, uh, basically, basically she's had uh, different health challenges in her past. She suffered from a severe case of Hashimoto's disease, a hypothyroidism condition uh, that affects weight gain, stamina, mood, and fertility. And uh, basically all of this has led her to kind of finding her own journey in health and wellness and understanding diet and its role and how it affects our health. Uh, desperation led her to realize that with the help of proper nourishment, she could reduce her symptoms without overdosing on medication, which often has worse side effects uh, than the condition you are initially treated for. It took several years of her personal research, many different doctors, nutritionists, and even scientists, sometimes they are handy, to find the tools <laughs> needed to get a grip on her health through food. It also took lots of experimenting with diets, cleanses, and juice fasts to learn that most of it is total BS. This vlog and the Glow 30 Reset program is here to support and serve you. Her team and her will do their best to provide you with the juiciest info on healthy living for women. And uh, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks so much. I, I wanted to start the interview like I start all interviews. And this was kind of, you know, part of your bio was the, you know, understanding, you know, the health conditions and things that you face. But um, what was that what initially kind of prompted you to learn more about health and wellness was dealing with these different health conditions or was it something earlier in your childhood when you were like you know I want to be a superhero and like <laughs> that kind of story what's what's the deal so the story really goes back to I guess my childhood because I spent a lot of time on a farm so when I grew up in Lithuania I came to United States about 13 years ago so I spent my childhood and my teenage years in Lithuania and um, I got to spend a lot of time on a farm and really got to see what it takes to nourish yourself, right? It's not that easy. It's actually quite a bit of work. It's basically a full-time job. And I also saw the difference between being able to nourish yourself with the food that you grow. And then once I came to Lithuania, uh, to United States, I wasn't, you know, I didn't have the opportunity to have my own garden for quite a while. And so I really saw a drastic difference. The second thing that happened was that in my early 20s, I, you know, started feeling certain symptoms that led me to discover that I had the thyroid condition. And that's really what prompted me to f get involved with food because, you know, the reality is I tried every single medication and every single approach out there. But nothing really worked in a way that I wanted it to. Yes, my blood work came back fine, but I 
still had certain symptoms that no, you know, weren't really treatable by medication. And so this is what prompted me to find the answer to my own issues at first. And then I realized that many more people out there with, you know, thyroid conditions or not have similar experiences with diet and certain illnesses or certain ailments. So I was really, you know, I was really determined to find a solution that didn't just work for me, but worked for other people as well. It's Hashimoto's. I've heard of that before. And to be honest, it sounds like some sort of dance or something. I really don't know <laughs> what it is, but it seems like a Native American tribal dance. And totally. It, it sounds like fun, but at the same, you know, the dance sounds like fun. But what, what is exactly Hashimoto's and how, how does it affect someone who is dealing with it? So Hashimoto's is totally not a dance and it's definitely not fun at all. Um, there are many variations of this particular condition and some people are you know fine they don't really feel the symptoms as much and others feel the symptoms tremendously so one of the main um, you know one of the obviously main conditions is that you have a thyroid issue Hashimoto's is an autoimmune disease which means that your body is basically attacking your own thyroid and because your body is attacking your own thyroid your thyroid is in turn overproducing um, you know we're producing the thyroid hormone so you are in this kind of constant battle because the more you hormone you produce the more your body attacks you it's a, not, it's a vicious cycle and um, it usually develops in the late teens, early 20s. And uh, that's because, um, you know, your thyroid is, is directly related to your adrenals. And once you put stress on your adrenals and, <clears throat> excuse me, think about what you go through when you're in your late teens and early 20s, right? You have hormonal changes, which is, stre you know, it stresses your adrenals. You have different types of stressors in terms of school and relationships and college, et cetera, et cetera. So all of that puts a stress on your thyroid and usually triggers that condition. But you, it's, you know, it's genetic. So if your mother has it or your sister has it, and it usually goes down on the, um, the mother's side. And uh, basically you are predisposed to that condition to begin with. Um, so my symptoms were pretty mild in the beginning. I just had dizziness from time to time, problems with weight. I mean, I would like lose 10 pounds and then couldn't gain it or I would gain 20 and couldn't lose it for a while and I would fluctuate. It was very frustrating, you know, as I mean, as a teenage kid that didn't really know what was going on, I had no idea why that was happening to me. So there were a lot of emotional issues as well that came along with that condition because I just didn't know how to deal with it at that time. Um, the problems really hit rock bottom when I had a baby and it happens to a lot of women with this condition. When you are going through the hormonal changes during pregnancy or post-pregnant, po you know, post the birth of your baby, you experience a high fluctuating, um, you know, high fluctuations of hormones during a short period of time. So this puts a huge stress on your adrenal glands again and your thyroid follows. I was so sick after I had my daughter. I mean, there were days, this is, this is just beyond what you experience when you have a newborn because yes, you're tired. But I was so sick that I couldn't even nurse my child. I was so desperate and I was dizzy nauseous, constantly nauseous, 
it was so horrible and the medication wasn't really doing anything. So this is after I've spent years and like hundreds and thousands of dollars at this point talking to people, nutritionists and, you know, endocrinologists and holistic doctors and you name it. I mean, it was so many people that were telling me what to do and nothing was really working. And I started researching people um, that specialize in autoimmune disease because I realized that I needed a different approach and people that were holistic. Um, I wanted to find an approach that combined not just my medication that I obviously needed, but maybe I needed a different type of medication that was more natural and also food. What was it, you know, what was it about the diet that I had to change? I was already so healthy. Like I didn't eat gluten. I, I was juicing and I was working out and I was doing all the right things, but obviously something was not right. So then I met this osteopath and a nutritionist that I work with and actually they were the people that helped me get back on track and they served as a reminder that I had to sort of reset my system, right? That my system needed a period of time to just avoid everything that was triggering all of my symptoms. And that was through food. I did not realize it at first. I knew that there were certain things that, you know, triggered me more than others. Like gluten, for a lot of people with thyroid conditions, there's a 60% chance that you have an issue with gluten. Um, so I knew that there were those things, but there were some other issues that I needed to work on as well. And that's kind of what led me to develop a system. And it worked for me. It was almost miraculous, actually. Literally within about two weeks of doing what I was doing, I not only started losing weight, oh, and by the way, being fit and healthy didn't stop me from gaining 60, I th no, it was 70 pounds, it's almost 70 pounds during my pregnancy because of my thyroid condition. And I'm 5'3", so that's like a whole nother person on top of, you know, Simona. So it was really difficult. And I wasn't losing the weight because I was having all these problems with my thyroid. So not only did I start losing weight, but I also started seeing results like, you know, I was just feeling better. Like I was more energized and all of a sudden I wasn't, my brain wasn't foggy. I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but if your brain is in a fog, nothing works. Nothing is just, everything is just wrong because you can't focus and you can't really think clearly throughout the day and you just get in a really deep funk. So once that was taken care of, you know, it, it helped me kind of boost myself and really start getting deeper into the system. Very cool. Sorry for the background noise. Today has been really weird. Like this morning, someone was using some sort of machine to cut to mother nature. It was like a man <laughs> versus nature thing. And then there were sirens, and now the bank siren is actually going off, like literally next door. So, oh lord, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I can't. I can't hear. It. It's okay. Oh, okay, good. Um, so interesting. So, so Hashimoto's is that is that basically a thyroid condition then, or is that is there is that directly linked to hypo, hypothyroidism, or what exactly? Yeah. So Hashimoto's is an autoimmune thyroid condition. So an autoimmune disease is a little bit different than just a regular thyroid condition because it means that no matter what you do, this is what you're stuck with. It's basically, you know, think of any other autoimmune disease. It affects all these parts of your body. It's not just your thyroid. 
So I think that Hashimoto's is definitely a little more complex because it involves so many different elements. It's not just your, you know, your hormone levels. It's not just your TSH, but it's also your um, antibodies. And your body's basically pumping antibodies into your system, trying to kill your thyroid gland. So if left untreated, it's very dangerous. I mean, it can lead to so many different conditions and you know we I, I i don't know if uh, our listeners know but basically your thyroid is responsible for if you really think about it every single thing that happens in your body right it regulates your it can help you regulate your temperature your hormones your fertility um a lot of people with hashimotos experience infertility and this is one of the biggest issues and that's why it's so important to treat it and to make sure that you are on the right dietary path because if you do not treat your symptoms and if you leave it you know be it's it's going to cause absolute havoc in your system and it can prevent you from having a child. I luckily did not have that issue, but I know many women with this condition that have been trying for years and you know have been unsuccessful. And um, you know, the one of the other issues is that uh, I think it's about almost eighty percent of people with a thyroid condition, any type of thyroid condition, have no idea that they have it. So we're talking about more than half of people that have a thyroid condition, do not know that they have it. So you could be experiencing certain symptoms, but not really knowing what to look for. You know, your doctor's not not going to find it. So it's up to you to make that decision to investigate it further. And I think that most people should. I think it should be standard for people to get involved and really, you know, get get, um, more interested in their thyroid health. Whether or not you have a problem, I think keeping your thyroid healthy is just important as, a, as, you know, as part of your regimen right. if you're trying to be healthy. Yeah, and, and it's interesting too because uh, from my understanding, you know, the thyroid is, is the master gland and like you said, the, the temperature, it regula- it's basically your thermostat so it regulates the temperature of your body which affects metabolism, which yep. affects you know, so many different aspects which would explain, you know, uh, the hormones, you know, fat storing and fat burning hormones. So uh, it really, that little gland has so much uh, power in our health. And if it's, if it's not working properly, um, it can cause a lot of issues. And specifically, it's interesting because in my life, I've had hyperthyroidism, so Mm -hmm. underactive thyroid, Mm -hmm. not producing um, hormones and, and not working properly. And uh, for me, it was linked to like iodine deficiency, you know, living in the Midwest and not having much iodine in my diet uh, and things like that. So uh, do you find that do you find that once people kind of work on healing their thyroid that these different symptoms like for you, for example, went away or was it kind of a combination of managing stress, making sure your adrenal glands aren't stressed along with that because they're linked? I think that adrenals are an integral part of working on your um, thyroid health. They are linked, like you said, and stress is one of the biggest, um, you know, precursors to any type of issues that you might have. So if you are stressed out and you have a pre-existing condition, let's say that I have Hashimoto's disease, and when you go through a stressful period of time, you know, I'll give you an example. I have a I have a twenty month old daughter, and I know that you know parents can relate with me that. In the very beginning, you you just don't sleep, and the lack of sleep it uh, you know it, it's just 
so stressful on your body, no matter how excited you are about your new baby, you're just miserable at the end of the day because you're exhausted. And it's fine. You know, it's a period of time that all of us go through when we have children. But I think that for people that have a thyroid condition, they have to be extremely careful. I found that when you take care of your adrenal glands, so you, you, know, you reduce the stressors in your life, make sure that you get enough sleep. And I know it can be tough for a lot of people, and especially the I have, you know, the, my program is geared toward women. So the women in my group, I, I understand. You know, you're, you're a homemaker or you, you're a homemaker and you go to work or you have children or everything in between. It's tough. You know, you can't always get your eight hours or you can't always, like, take a quick nap and I totally understand. I encourage everyone to, you know, try their best to basically find time to, you know, get enough rest because rest, again, is the most important thing for your adrenal glands. If you do experience some type of stress, you have to let your adrenal glands to kind of relax and rest. And this affects your thyroid. If you're stressed out, your adrenals are stressed out, stressed out immediately your thyroid, thyroid responds and sends messages you know, into your system, meaning that you either produce more antibodies or, or you underproduce. So it's, it's, you know, it's a cycle. Everything in our body is connected. And so we have to kind of find a system that works on everything. The thing is, so this is the, the key point, I think, of Glow 30, is that diet is everything. It's not one thing. It's everything. So for me, it was the thing that cured me, the thing that saved me, yes, I need medication. I know that. You know, I know that I have to basically treat that part of my, my um, symptoms. But this is, not, you know, this is not the main thing because if I fill my body with toxins or fill my body with foods that trigger further symptoms, it doesn't matter how much medication I'm going to take. I'm still going to be sick. So this is really the cornerstone. And I think that... Um, you know, everyone that is that is interested in health and wellness and has some type of experience with it, they understand the importance of food on everything. You know, your adrenal glands, your thyroid, every part of your system depends on proper nourishment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree completely in that having that balanced diet creates balance within your life. Let's, right. let's take a break from diet just for a minute here because I know that uh, you know, from, from meeting you at Warrior Camp and just seeing, you know, the kind of work that you have done and, and still do to this day, you obviously diet plays a huge role, but at the same time, there is a, a spiritual aspect to uh, being at peace and not allowing um, kind of stressors into your life. Can you speak on that a little bit and how in your life uh, maybe certain circumstances have uh, I, I, don't, I don't know your full life story, but obviously we all have, you know, traumatic events and we all have sure. things that occur in our lives. Can you speak on how you've gotten through those things spiritually and how uh, your adrenals and your thyroid and, and your health uh, doesn't need to be as negatively impacted if we can tune into the truest part of ourselves? Sure. Um, so interesting, you, you know, it's interesting that you say that because I'm, I'm always harping that on it, you know, that basically we have to have a balance. It's not, it's not just, um, you eat good food and you go to the gym. If internally there's turmoil, you know, there's a war going on and you're lost, confused, and it's okay to have that once in a while, but it's the way that you deal with it, right? Just like you said, it's the way that you deal with it that makes all the difference in terms of your health. And so, 
in my life, I've experienced several, you know, definitely, definitely some very tough times. I mean, moving to United States was very, very hard. I came here alone. And so I didn't, you know, I met uh, with my father who I actually never met before. So that was a very stressful period of time. But that was, you know, during that time, I didn't really know how to deal with it properly yet. And as I got older, and as I got more interested in health, you know, the next time around, I moved to Malaysia. So um, that's where I actually um, got pregnant. <laughs> when I was in Malaysia, I was working there for a company, for an online marketing company. Um, and so I seriously, that was one of the hardest things I've ever done because I moved across the planet. I was living in New York, New York, and then me and my husband sold everything that we had, our apartment, our car, all of our belong belongings, and we're just like, let's quit our jobs and go across the planet. Hmm. And, you know, for most people that sounds insane. Well, it is because yeah. we were just, you know, we were just, we thought that, listen, we are, we just got married and we felt that we needed to experience something like this at least once in our lives. And um, we took a leap of faith. But when we got there, things were a little bit different. It was very hard, you know, in terms of um, being in a country where you don't really understand the culture and you don't know anyone, not not a soul, and that, you know, all your friends and family members that you are so close with are so far away. It's not like you can take a plane and be there in two hours. It takes 24 hours to get home, back home. So it was very, very um you know, scary and sad. And my, I, I immediately felt it. I immediately felt my body just going, shutting down. And in fact, that was one of the toughest times in my life because I was so sick. My, my metabolism just, just stopped. It didn't just slow down, but it shut off. I couldn't eat anything. I, I mean, there was just, it, it was so scary. And no matter what I ate, my body rejected it. So I, you know, I'm in a, I'm in a foreign country. I feel horrible. I'm starting a new job and I don't know what the hell I'm doing with my life. So of course my adrenals are just on fire at this point. Right. And, um, it was, it was about, I think a week until it hit me. I was so consumed within myself, but it was a week until it hit me that, you know, it's not just about the food that I'm trying to eat and like, you know, heal myself. But it's also the inner game. So I started, I went right back to meditating. I started meditating every single night. And I forced myself because at the very beginning, I just sat there and basically cried because I was so scared. But I forced myself to sort of calm down and find some sort of inner peace. And I actually have a really cool exercise, um, a trick in a way that I share with with uh, my friends and family and members of Glow 30. And if it's okay, I can share it here. Yeah, for sure. Please do. So when I, when people have a tough time and meditating or quieting your mind seems absolutely impossible, right? We all, all have been there. What I do is I find a quiet place where I sit down and I don't tell myself that I'm going to meditate. That's too much pressure. For some people, the whole idea of being silent and quiet and meditating is too much. So just sit down. Don't even think about anything. Just sit down and close your eyes and start observing your thoughts. Okay? And like, just observe them. You'll notice that they're not linear, that you'll think about the most random stuff in your head. At first, you'll think about 
how stupid you are for thinking about thinking and you'll <laughs> laugh at yourself, but then you'll start realizing that you'll think about random things. Example, you close your eyes and you, you know, concentrate and all of a sudden you start thinking about, oh, you know, I should really make that soup for later. Oh, and I should really email my friend back. Oh, and I should really, and you basically just go from one to another, to another, to another, to another, to another, to another. It's not linear. It's not like you think of a whole story, right? So, what you start doing after a while, after a few minutes, start noticing that little space between each thought, right? There's a, like a little moment from where you go to from one thought to the next, to the next, to the next. Take a few minutes and start focusing on that little space. And as you're focusing on those little spaces in between each thought, and if it doesn't happen at first, don't beat yourself up. This is the most important thing. Remember, you're not meditating. You're just focusing on your thoughts, right? So as you... Focus on that little space, either using, uh, you know, visualize yourself kind of stepping into that space, literally, imagine in your head that you're stepping inside of that space and you're kind of pushing it further apart, right, and you're expanding it, or just think about it, you don't have to visualize, so just think about it, think about that space, and then Start focusing only on that space and what's in there. Most people say this. When I do this exercise with people, they say this. There's nothing there. And that's it. Focus on the nothing and be within the nothing. You know, do nothing. Think of nothing. Focus on that space where there's nothing. It's black. I don't know. Maybe it looks like outer space. Maybe it looks like a place that you love so much. It can be anything. But the point is, is that you're found that place of silence in between your thoughts. And literally, this exercise has helped me, you know, calm my mind and calm my body. And that was, I think, when I did that exercise, it was the first night that I was able to fall asleep and sleep through the night. And, um, you know, I woke up the next day feeling a little bit better, not 100%, but a little bit better. And I just gave myself time to, you know, do this exercise every day and focus on it every single day and just get back to where I had to be every single day. And I think that the most important thing, especially for women, because a lot of women are perfectionists, right? Everything has to be perfect in our lives. We like to manage. We like to, you know, con have like controlled environments with our family, with our work, with everything. And so just realize that this is not one of those things. Whatever it is that you're doing for yourself or your inner game, it doesn't have to be controlled and it doesn't have to be perfect and it doesn't even have to look like anything that anyone else does. You don't like yoga? Don't do it. You don't like, I don't like yoga personally. Like, I'm not one of those people that can sit there and, you know, do poses. It's just not my thing. But I do other things that help me center myself. You just have to do something. So I think that the inner game you know, the mind work basically not just helps you to expand your mind and silence your mind, but you'll notice immediate effects, you know, you'll notice immediate effects on your health too. Because when you're calm and you're peaceful, you're able to react to situations in a, from a very different place. When you're stressed out, everything that happens to you basically, you know, just push you forward, like it push you, pushes you further into the anger and frustration. Mm -hmm. But when you're calm, you come from a totally different place. It's completely different. You know, 
like a your fridge could break down and if you're already stressed out you're pissed you know it could take you over the edge but if you're calm you'll just be like you know what it's a fridge and there's nothing I can do it broke down this is it you know I let go so when you're calm like that and when you react calmly to different stressors in your life in turn your adrenal glands are functioning properly and in turn your thyroid is functioning properly and of course your metabolism is on point you feel more energetic you're not you know you're not your brain is not cloudy you're more happy you have more dopamine in your system so it's everything again is interconnected and it's a cycle the calmer you feel the better you'll feel and the better you feel the more energy you'll have to spend to you know to spend on working on your inner game mm -hmm. total cycle yeah I think that description of how to meditate is the best tactical description I've ever heard in my life. Uh, it's it's awesome because it's Thank so <laughs> it's so detailed and it's so like you can see how to do that. It's not just oh like you know sit and then be quiet and meditate. It's like no, it's like here's how you do it step by step. And I think that's an awesome description. Uh, and and you make a lot of great, uh, very valid points. You know, it's like. It's like when you see those videos on YouTube of people like throwing computers out of their like <laughs> office floor and like the third floor and you're like, what's going on with them? They don't oh, meditate. Yeah. They forgot to meditate or they, you know, it's like they, they, they've been pushed over the edge and the dominoes have just continued to yeah. knock over one by one and it's like they snap and it's, it's something that, you know, for me in my life specifically, there have, and I'm learning this in my own life, for me, I hold a lot and it's like if I don't if I don't meditate or I don't forgive and release and let go, I will snap. And I'm peaceful at most times. And I kind of, you know, I have that like Zen philosophy, like, you know, peace, love and kindness and all this kind of stuff. And that's the way I live and act. But certain times I'll snap if I don't, you know, take care of my inner game. And that's, you know, not something that I'm proud of when I do snap. So, um, I have yet to throw a computer out a window, but um, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep my, my Mac here, but, um, <laughs> But that, that's a that's a great point, and I, I want to talk a bit about uh, metabol. And, and I'm I'm so glad we're talking about this too because I think you bring a lot of value to this. And your story is so unique in that you moved from Lithuania to New York, and then you moved from New York to Malaysia, and and how your metabolism and 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 I see sort of metabolism in the digestive system as you know processing, and that's you know the physical manifestation of of diet and of you know physical food, physical matter. But at the same time, it's interesting because what I'm seeing and finding more of is that when the environment in our external world is difficult to process and handle, our inner world is, is constricted and constrained in that way. Have you found that in your life and with your clients that that is the case too? Or is, do you see any link there? Absolutely. And because most of my clients are women with children, um, they... You know, it's it, having children is fabulous. It's awesome. It's stressful, especially for the mother, because we are definitely extremely involved. I mean, of course, you know, this is a general statement, but I mean, you know, for stay-at-home moms or anyone really, it's so difficult and it's so stressful. And these women experience stress on a daily basis, and learning how to deal with it, right? How to deal with your it, your environmental um, sort of triggers is very important and and uh, we have a whole section in Glow 30 that helps women um, to do that. I worked with um, actually her and her husband Marilene and Wyatt Woodsmall so I worked with Marilene. She's 
she's the pioneer of NLP in the United States. And she has worked with basically every single, you know, online marketing guru or personal development guru that you can think of. And they specialize in mind work and the inner game. And so this is the most, one of the, you know, key things that I learned from her is that teaching yourself how to um, react in a certain way and change the story allows you to be at peace, not just, you know, in that moment, but as a whole, as a person in terms of your health as well. And she taught me a trick. Oh, my God, I have all these tricks today. But she taught me a trick. Um, you know how when somebody, for example, tells you that you're fat or, like, you can't do that, you're not smart enough, or maybe just yourself? Like, what is the sound of the voice that you tell yourself when you're stressed out, when something happens, when you're angry, upset, or sad? Everyone has that inner voice, right, that talks to us. So she taught me to change it to something that sounds hysterical, like a little baby voice or like a little cartoon voice, <laughs> and, and do that and see what you think of that. So every time you are experiencing something in your environment that triggers you, change the story. It doesn't have to be a voice, but let's say something happens to you, you know, your boyfriend breaks up with you. So instead of walking around and sulking, you can, you know, cry for a little bit, it's fine, but then move on because don't stuff yourself with food and punish your body. Instead, turn that story around and find a way to change the paradigm through which you look at the situation. Mm -hmm. I hate the expression, everything happens for a reason, seriously, because it's just so general. But I think that saying that you know, you will understand what is happening to you in retrospect is much more, it makes more sense to me. Because, right. you know, in terms of your reactions, so if something is painful that you're going through, and a lot of the clients that I talk to, they share stories with me, you know, what is going on in their life while they're going through this 30-day process, you know, because, again, it's a month. There are a lot of things that can happen in your life. And they share stories with me, and I always tell them, I'm like, listen, just look at it from a very different point of view and focus on your health. Make it the priority, and everything else will follow. Mm -hmm. And I've had, this is interesting, but my husband actually just did another cycle of Glow 30. Um, and, you know, he's not a girl, but he, I convinced him. He finally, like, caved. Men can glow, too, finally. Men can totally glow, and he totally <laughs> did it. And it's funny because he lost like 10 pounds in eight days, bastard. And, wow. you know, I was so jealous in a way, but very happy for him, of course. And then the thing that happened to him, though, he texted me and he said, Simona, he's like, I, it's not that I just lost a lot of weight, but he's like, I feel awesome. Like, I feel happy and excited. And I'm like, happy to go to the gym. And I was so down when I was eating like crap you know he's like I was so miserable and it was so connected and so it you know it this is this is proof that your body and your you know your system depend on good food not just to be healthy and to um you know feel feel good internally but also you feel good as a whole as a person and it motivates you further mm -hmm. Let's talk a bit about uh, food and, and, and 
how how that process has has kind of evolved in your life. What for you? What do you kind of see? You know, for Glow Thirty, obviously that has to do with so many different aspects. Can you? And I like the name too. Now that I'm thinking about it, like, that's a really cool name. Um, and and the thirty days. Okay, I get that. Um, and glowing in thirty. That's very cool. So what what is you know what? Can you just a brief snippet? What is Glow Thirty, and how does how does the the program work exactly? Sure. So Glow 30 is a dietary lifestyle program. And the reason why I say dietary lifestyle, because I think that diets are crap. They're all right. fads. And I think there's life beyond dieting. And Glow 30 is um, a program that basically takes you on a step-by-step -step reset. So you are resetting your body. You're trying to really connect with it. And you're trying to understand what are the triggers what are the food um, triggers in your life that make you feel a certain way? Uh, most women come, you know, do the Glow 30 Reset because they're trying to lose weight. But it's interesting because as they're going through the program, there are a lot of different things that, that um, open up to them and a lot of different issues that get solved. So for 30 days, um, people are avoiding, well, they're not eating gluten, dairy, or sugar in any form. And why I stress the 30 days? If you do it for a week, it's not really going to work because you need to really feel it. You need to feel an entire month of the process to understand how your body is reacting. After the 30 days, there's the post-reset um, guide that I provide to the people. So one of my main issues with a lot of these diets is that they're either permanent, like, you know, paleo is permanent. And it doesn't really work because you'll get stuck. I mean, for some people, yes, it's awesome. But eventually, you'll get stuck and you'll want something that goes beyond that, right? Mm -hmm. So what I realize is that we as, um, you know, as like change makers in the dietary industry have to allow people to be empowered. Like you have to create your own post-dietary lifestyle. If you want to eat certain types of fruit, Put them back into your system and see how you react to every single one. Do it slowly. So there's like a whole system for that. If you want to put gluten in your life, I do not recommend it, by the way. It's like my main point. I think that you can do whatever you want, but for most people, gluten is just a no. But if you want to and it works for you and you have no reactions to it, do it and see how you feel. If you want dairy, do it and see how you feel. But experience the 30 days and see what it's like without it, and then see what it is like for you to basically, you know, kind of return to the previous elements and see how they trigger you. Because remember, like the whole point of resetting your system is allowing you to feel what you probably can't feel because how would you know how crappy you feel if you've been feeling this way your entire life? Right, good point. So my, it's the same thing as when I started my or the reset on myself like you know five years ago and I didn't really I didn't really do the 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 reset as it is now but I kind of did a version of it and it was amazing because I was like wait a second I can think like my brain is clear and I'm energetic and I'm excited and wait a second but but why am I feeling this way am I high like I'm not on drugs right like this is really weird and so I didn't realize at that point that I just was feeling like 
crap, basically, my entire life. And I had no idea because I had no point of reference, right? Zero point of reference. So Glow 30 Reset is helping you to create a point of reference for your body and then encourages you to empower and empowers you to take charge of your own diet and your own lifestyle mm -hmm. so that you have the tools and the knowledge and the support for the rest of your life. By the way, it's a lifetime support system. So you're in a private Facebook group of other women that are going through the same thing and you're there forever, no matter what. Even if you do it and you decide that you it's not for you, you can stay. Or even if you... Uh, you know, you do it once in your life or if you do it once every few, you know, years. I do it twice a year because it just helps me so much to kind of get back to feeling a certain way. Do, quick, quick question on that. Do you, is it like once every six months then for you? Do you kind of space it apart? or? Yes, what? I do okay. it every six months. Gotcha. And um, it actually works out wonderfully for me that way because, you know, I we go through so many different changes throughout the year. And it helps me kind of ground myself on so many different levels. And again, you know, we work with a um, nutritional coach and we have a lifestyle and motivational coach. She's also a fitness expert, Olivia Keen. Um, and we have Marilyn that helps you um, with all the mind work. So there's a lot of like inner game stuff and there's a lot of motivational stuff because I found as I was going through it, my, you know, by myself years ago, so this is, you know, I realized that this is just not how it's supposed to be. Like, where's my support system? Where's my network? Where are all these people that are supposed to tell me that I'm doing the right thing? Instead, like, people were making fun of me. Oh, you know, you're not eating this, you're not eating that. That's just like, you're being, you know, you're Simona, you're being weird. But that really brings you down if you have no one else to share your experiences with. Yeah, I agree, I agree completely. It's like an unsupported, unsupported system when you're, yeah, when you're on your own path and people are questioning it. And, you know, you go out and people are like, well, well why, are you, you know, why are you like this? Why are you like that? Well, right. you know, <laughs> I completely relate to that. Yeah. It's tough. So I think the network is one of the key aspects as well. And having other women, um, you know, I'm all for empowering other women because... I really believe that we're going through a period in time right now where women are sort of finding a common voice and they're really starting to, you know, get together and join in a more, you know, it's not just like a gung-ho kind of thing, but it's really like a support system and we're reaching out for it. Like I see it everywhere, all over personal development. Women are like calling out for it. They're calling for support. And, you know, some women are really into the whole like, crystals and dancing around in circles thing and like other women are not into it and it's totally fine I feel like we should t we should just be able to come together and share our experiences um you know and then there's like my husband who did it too <laughs> and and uh but I support him so he's fine mm -hmm. but I think that you need to be able to share your journey with someone it's so important because it makes it so much easier and it helps you relate you know to someone else right it's a it's a positive feedback loop and yep. in 30 days makes a lot of sense too because i forget where i read this but it's i want to say it's 21 days it takes 21 days to form a new habit yep exactly i think it was jim Rowe that said that mm -hmm. he has a whole um, was it him? No, no, sorry, it wasn't Jamal, but it was someone else. I can't remember right now, but it was 21 days. So there's two, you know, there's two uh, things that I always say. It's 21 days, um, and there's the five people in your life. And I think we learned this in peace with you as well, that the five people in your life 
determine your over your average success rate, mm-hmm. meaning that you know how much money you make, how successful you are, what type of food you eat, and your weight. Hmm. Yes. So if you think about the five closest people to you, and it makes perfect sense. It really does. Yeah, it makes perfect sense because if you think about your friends, you think about what type of what type of topics and values you talk about, you know, what and you share. If you don't really connect on a on a on a certain level, then they're not really an influencer in your life. But let's say that you love cheeseburgers and your BFF loves cheeseburgers. And you guys are rocking it out because you're just, that's how you, you know, this is what's something that you're really into. Right. So you're obviously not going down a healthy path, but you don't know because you guys are supporting each other's value system. Right. So I think when you have these women in your life that are, um, you know, supporting you, remember a lot of these women have husbands and significant others and friends that are literally questioning everything that they're doing with goal 30 because they're just not you know they're people don't like change they're they don't want you to change either because it's uncomfortable and it's weird why would you right and so i think that this is the whole point you know is the five people so surround yourself with the five people so find the five people in this group you know of goal 30 reset members group where you are connected with someone that shares your values and seriously for me this has been the biggest biggest um breakthrough because when I did this alone I failed so many times I just you know I couldn't do it I was so miserable and then once I found other women to do it with it's unbelievable what type of results we were able to achieve together mm-hmm. very cool it's interesting that I, I like what you shared about the um, point of reference for you you know and you I, I don't I forget the term you used it was like dietary change agents or dietary change makers uh, and I, I think that's so important to have that, you know, viewpoint of, okay, this is where I'm at and this, I know these changes, scientifically backed changes will have a positive effect on my health just based on, you know, understanding how gluten negatively affects most people, dairy, sugar, you know, there's a lot of science behind this. And, you know, for me, and in, in sometimes looking at the health world, it's like, okay, you have vegans over here and you have paleo people over here and they're like, they're so right about, you know, their their belief system and their mm-hmm. philosophy that I just look at both and I'm like, you you both have to be wrong because you're so right that you have to be wrong. Like, you know, there there there's like ego involved and for you oh, yeah. for you oh, and yeah. your work it's it's very obvious that you you understand each person has a different path and you know, like you said, integrating, you know, foods in different fruits after the 30 days to see how it affects your body is very important to be, you know, to treat your body, you know, as a temple, to treat your body as something yeah. that, um, you know, you, you are, you are caressing into what you want it to be into that, into that glowing image of, you know, of yourself. So I really like that uh, philosophy. And I think that's something our listeners could really uh, see, see the world in through that lens, because it's funny too, actually, the other day, someone, someone commented on my YouTube channel and said, you know, what, what diet are you a part of or whatever? And I was like, what like, like it's some sort of click or it's some like sort a of religious belief like, yeah system, it's like a religious know? belief system I'm like yeah. I don't do that I you know I, <laughs> I live life and I, I I you know I have my own path and and I think that's really important so I really commend you for you know bringing pulling your ego out of the situation and and creating something that is customizable in that way um, I want to ask you uh, you know obviously uh, you know diet plays a huge role 
um, your mindset and your inner game, as we talked about, plays a huge role. What, you know, out of those things, and, and what three kind of golden nuggets would you say, and it could be in relation to, you know, mind, body, spirit, anything that helps someone glow, right? Um, what three golden nuggets would you share with the audience that uh, really helps to bring about the highest version, highest quality, uh, healthiest, happiest version of themselves? And what, and like, share some more of your inner game tactics and secrets because you're just a ninja in that category. So <laughs> I have to hear more of that. <laughs> so, number one is always the mind game. It's always the mind game. And um, in terms of tactics, you know, everything that you do in your life relates to your health. So not don't just don't just eat well and leave. Let's say your relationships to um, you know to disintegrate. Don't do that. Work on that. You know, and work on every aspect of yourself and how and and how you relate to others. And um, I think that the more positivity you bring to others and the more kindness, like kindness, is my biggest pillar. And I'm learning that too because uh, I you know I'm not like the most you know, the most like kind and amazing person. I am, you know, I know that I'm a good person, but I think that all of us, all of us are always growing and always changing. And kindness is my, my biggest, um, sort of source of, of happiness right now, being kind to others. And, um, so, you know, and in terms of another thing about mind game is that you have to be able to establish a relationship with food. This is not some sort of like joke, you know, it's not, it's not like a, a, a dress rehearsal. You don't just get to like try on different diets and stuff and like see how it works and you just, you have to, you have to do this for yourself. You have to find a way to establish a loving relationship with food. Don't punish yourself with food and don't, you know, don't numb feelings and emotions and, um, and experiences that you go through with food. Feel it, you know, feel whatever you feel. You're sad, you're angry, you're breaking up with someone, you're getting a divorce, whatever. It's all good. But remember that food will help you to get out of that. It will, instead of, you know, eating a pint of Ben and Jerry's, take, you know, make yourself a juice. I don't know, eat some, you know, a healthy meal that will make you inspire you to maybe go work out or ride your bike and in turn clear your head. This is, you know, this is the type of uh, sort of like thought paradigm shift that you have to experience when you're dealing with, with um, a dietary lifestyle change. You're not, this is not Weight Watchers, okay? You're not just doing it because you gained like 50 pounds during your pregnancy. You're doing this because you want to finally have a, you know, a, like a cohesive and loving relationship with food. Think of it as your BFF because it is. This is your everything, you know, it's your cure, it's your go-to, it's everything. And, um, you know, another thing that I want to say is that people and women especially have to learn to love their body in the moment. And I know that you want to change it because I've been there. Okay, when I had my daughter and I gained 50 pounds and I looked at myself in the mirror, I sobbed. Okay, I didn't just cry. I was on the floor hysterical. I was so 
hard on myself and cruel and mean. And I hated myself. And I would say words like, you're disgusting. And I know that women go through that, okay? I understand, especially when you're freaking hormonal, <laughs> you know, when you just had a baby and you're just crazy. But I encourage all women to love your body as it is right now and, and just know that you're always a work in progress on the outside and inside as well. And just be kind and be gentle. Like, if you have a daughter or even a son, would you tell her that she's disgusting, you know, if she gains weight or whatever? Would you ever say that to a child? Of course not. So why would you ever say that to yourself? And I think that when we think about, you know, how we treat the people that we love so much in our life, and we realize that sometimes, actually most of the time, we treat ourselves like garbage. You know, we treat ourselves so poorly and we criticize ourselves and we you know, put ourselves down and call ourselves names, turn around and tell other people that they're awesome and they should be positive. You know, that's not how it works. You have to first work on yourself and lead by example. And, you know, one of the reasons behind the name of glow, it's not just that your skin glows and you glow, you know, you know you're happy and you're excited that you're losing weight and you're feeling good, but it's that internal glow, right? It's that, that, sort of spiritual glow as well because you have to work on that too and you have to share that as well with everyone that's in your life mm -hmm. Very um, cool. so that's pretty much it those are the most important things to me I think that I've mentioned the whole interconnection of body and spirit right mm -hmm. and it's cool and, too because I think that's a great point when you see when you see something glowing like I think of the movie Avatar nothing glows on an on an surface level only it's the whole being it's the whole right. it encompasses everything and, and everything glows uh, I, I really appreciate your time I think that the uh, the points you made about um, you know loving your food and, and having a positive relationship with your food uh, really is just choosing to love yourself and, and to put yourself into a, a vulnerable and scary position at times you know when you're going through traumatic events it's easier it's much easier to to have Ben and Jerry's or you know whatever but uh, those foods and those things are just going to uh, constrict and contract your body and close off those emotional pathways. But if you have, like you said, some like a green juice or something, it, it will help open up your body in a physical way, allowing you to express and release those emotions quicker. So there's a physical, uh, uh, physical, spiritual kind of releasing aspect to that as well. And that's that's a great point. I'm glad you brought that up, and it's cool to see it through that perspective and, and has a lot of value. So. Um, thank you so much for your time. Where can our listeners uh, find you online, your work, your website, your social media profiles, everything? So um, our website, if you go to uh, glow30, G-L-O-W, 30.com you'll find our blog and you'll find you'll actually be able to find our social media links there too and you can sign up there and you'll get a free 30 recipe book. It has all the recipes and some really, really good info. It serves as a foundation to kind of start your journey. Um, and, you know, you'll, you can find out more about the product there as well. So if you just go to the site, you know, you go, go to glow30.com, you'll definitely be able to connect to all those sources there. Awesome. And the, and the, the free book is absolutely amazing. I was looking through it this morning and I was, it, it's, 
awesome like she should be she should be charging for it so you're crazy to not grab it for free um, <laughs> it's that that awesome and and you're just gonna salivate while while uh scrolling through and and want to eat something healthy and delicious so thank you so much for your time uh for everyone listening if you're listening in itunes please leave a review in itunes subscribe to the channel and share this podcast with someone in your life that you feel can benefit from it i know everyone has a specific person in mind that you know can benefit from specific information and maybe someone came to mind when you're listening to this podcast share this link with them inspire them and uh, keep spreading the positive health and love and uh, thanks so much for your time simona have an awesome rest of the day thank you so much david take care you too bye bye